we want to say shout out to our sponsors, Watchman Cigars, Red Hill Brewing, Crave Bath and Body, and Level Up Logo. Without you guys, this episode would not be possible. Also, Magic Man, I need some soap. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Pride Philosophy Podcast, where it's our take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy. While you, the listener, are invited to come up on the front porch, grab a beverage, and set a spell. Hey, we've got a great show lined up for you, as always. We have Kurt Nelson. He's a behavioral scientist focused on positive behavior change, motivation, influence, and habit formation. He'll be joining us in the latter half of the show. Appreciate him coming on. Without further ado, though, let me go ahead and introduce you to our starting lineup, lacing on their shoes and running on the court. We want to say what up to Magic Man. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And then our very first time, Miss Aaron is joining the show. What up? Hello. There she is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and then we have our producer, Brian. Hey, hey, hey. And I, of course, be your illustrious host, Biggin, also now going through puberty again. So this is great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> producer Brian, where can our folks find us on those socials? We are on, uh, we are on the socials, but to get to the socials, the best oh, yeah. way to do that is going to be go to sfpradio.com. And you will find, that's our home on the internet. There it is. Or maybe it's our home away from home. Our real home is probably Facebook. Oh. But go to the website, check <laughs> I, it out. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, you name it, we're there. Uh, we have a couple of new features on the website now. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the one we're the most excited about is there, you can actually yeah. leave us a message, like a voice message. Uh, you know, a lot of radio shows have that where you can like call in and say what you want to say. You can just tell us how beautiful we are if you like. Um I like it. Whatever it's it cool. is. But to do that, there is a uh, – I forget what the graphic is now. But there's something on the website. It, Click all the little, buttons. Uh, microphone. Yeah, there's a microphone here. Click all the buttons till you find it. That's the best way to do it. <laughs> but there is a voicemail. You can leave us a message. Um, and I believe um, – well, you have some ideas about that, Big, and you want to – I do. So uh, for those that are watching live, um, we will well, – anybody, I mean, I guess – Really, the first person to go to sfpradio.com and leave us a voicemail, just make sure you put your email address, give us that, uh, we will give you a $10 Amazon gift card. So the first person to do that will get a $10 Amazon gift card sent to your email address. And then, you know, for those that listen to the podcast, usually what we're seeing is it's about a three-week delay. So the numbers really start boosting up after three weeks. So we're going to give this three weeks. The person who lives, leaves us the funniest voicemail uh, gets a $20 Amazon gift card. So if you're listening to the podcast and you don't ever watch online, that's okay. You can still play too. Uh, go to sfpradio.com, click that little microphone link, and you yourself can be registered if you leave a voicemail, a funny voicemail, uh, mm-hmm. to receive a $20 Amazon gift card. That'll... uh. That'll buy you something. All right, I'm going to do it right now and then do that. You so can't just play. wait one second. You, yeah, you what? can't play. Anybody I, oh. that has a script to the show can't play tonight. So, or family oh. members. So, there's that. Oh, that's the fun. So, sorry about that. Um, hey, if you can do us a favor, we would really appreciate it. Go over to YouTube, search SFE Radio, click the subscribe button. Uh, we're almost to 100, so we would really appreciate a, a last moment bump. That way we don't have to go, you don't have to search. We could just go YouTube.com, 
forward slash SFP radio. Uh, we don't have to do the gobbledygook as producer Brian says. So mm. we appreciate that. Go <laughs> and do that. If you want to be a show sponsor and have your name on the logos, get shout outs and whatnot. Uh, shoot me an email at SFP radio at gmail.com. That would be awesome. We want to say shout out to our listeners from Ontario, Canada. Mm. All right, magic man. Give us some interesting facts about Ontario, Canada. All right. So let me get the right browser up here. <laughs> Ontario, Canada. Uh, well, first of all, uh, wait, my, what was uh, on your other browser? That That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh, I have uh, both. I have both Chrome and uh, what is this mm. internet? Not an explorer. Uh, Edge. Whatever. Chrome you Edge. There you go. Incognito both mode. Uh oh. Yes, right. <laughs> now I got long story. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Ontario is home of well, is the former headquarters of the company that I work for. Uh, we still have a massive oh, presence oh. there in uh, in Ontario, California. Um, We're talking about Ontario Canada. covers. Yeah, California, Canada. Canada. That's right. <laughs> okay, Canada. Different places. Canada. Just want to make sure. Yeah, is there yeah. Ontario, very, California? Very different. Do they put gravy there on is. their fries in Canada, in, uh, California? That's. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the Ontario, California is actually uh, it's it's a uh, it's a spillover airport for LAX. Um, but anyways, we're talking about Ontario, Canada tonight. Tonight, a? so anyways, yep. uh, a uh, Ontario covers one million square kilometers. So we, you know, we got to go metric here. What since, does that you know, even mean? Canada. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, that's this makes it larger than Spain and France combined. Hmm. Like, well, I'm not it. Ontario yeah. is bigger than two other like whole countries. Yeah. Wow. I wish oh, we yeah. had one of those here, like a state that was bigger than countries. It's called Texas. Hello, Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Geography podcast. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> boasting approximately 250,000 lakes, Ontario is estimated to have 20% of the world's freshwater stores. So if wow. you run out of water, head to Ontario. How about it? Twenty percent of the yeah. world's fresh water. That's right. That is interesting. And finally, um, jewelry lovers will recognize the official stone of Ontario, the amethyst, as the stunning semi-precious purple stone found in rings, necklaces, and earrings. Hmm. And that only comes from Ontario. Um, it's the official stone of Ontario. I don't uh, think okay. it all oh. only comes from there. But do, do they have a bird? Gotcha. I mean, um, listen. Oh, just have a bird. Yeah, like we have state bird and a state red kyle. Uh, probably, probably the Canadian goose or something. <laughs> if nothing else, the show is educational and maybe half educational because right. we make the other half up. <laughs> make so stuff like, up. That's right. We just want to tell you which yeah, half is. is real and what's not. <laughs> you have to Google it. <laughs> All right, so um, we are going to do How You Be Durin. I ask this every week, brought to you by Crave Bath and Body. If you need some soap, again, I need to text you, uh, Magic Man. So if you need some soap, you need, what else do you guys do? Beard oil, you guys do bath bombs, yeah, uh, hand uh, soap. Body butters, yeah, uh, liquid soap, um, uh, body butters, um, mm, shampoos, like cream shampoos, and I wonder if there's body butters. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> there's body butters, baby. You better believe yeah. it. D- different, different ones. Sure. You get like garlic but body yeah. butter. <laughs> we could make it. We probably have to do one off for you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 
Bourbon body butter. I just think body butter. I immediately think like literally like rubbing okay. like what's the brown the crock country crock yeah. <laughs> everywhere right. But, hey, <laughs> I can see it now. You put it on you, then you lick it off. Or that's okay. what you need to make the the tub look like a country crock thing. That's what you need to do. <laughs> like a little butter yeah. tin, you know. Aaron, do you ever use body butters? Oh yeah, what they're they like thick, so yeah. you get like more moisturized and stuff. No, it's just like a yeah. It does work like better in lotion. Moisturizer? All right, yeah. So Say it again. Yeah, it's basically yeah. just a moisturizer. Yeah, yeah. Cinnamon body butter. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm thinking. I'm getting hungry. Thinking about it. All right. So how you be doing, Magic you. Man? How you be doing? I'd be doing good, man. Uh, we are in Bainbridge, Georgia. Uh, actually, right. we're closer to Chattahoochee, Florida. But yeah, we're we're in Bainbridge, Georgia. Is it hotter than Hoochie Coochie? It is uh, not at this time. Yeah, oh, maybe in about six months. I bet, man. That, this is miserable. So, what's going on in Bainbridge? Bainbridge. Um, well, I got some facts about Bainbridge. Um, oh, okay. The More farmers. Facts. In the winter, too, the last outdoor farmer's market is in a few weeks. Uh, in, oh, it says November. So this must be an old article. Okay. They have milk delivery. Yeah, that's right. They have milk delivery. Yeah. Mm. And uh, the new Rose Cafe is a must-to-do for lunch. <laughs> so Have you been to the try Rose to avoid- Cafe? I, ha- I actually haven't even been to Bainbridge. It's like about 20 miles from where we're at. Huh. So, but they said well, that's you're the going. address. It's a Bainbridge yeah. address, but you're closer to Florida. I get it. Yeah, that's right. Wow. I'm, I'm going to need you to go this week to the Rose Cafe and give us a report. Oh, okay. You, I think we're, make this, there's a little, I think there's a little bar and grill in Chattahoochee. We're going to try to maybe hit up for dinner tomorrow. I don't know. So if, if, yeah. uh, if we do, I'll, I'll give a report on that for sure. Maybe you know, right. take a picture of, of myself on the, on the wall or whatever it was we talked about last week. There's nothing I want more. Have you updated your Wikipedia page? No, not yet. <sighs> Actually, I think I still even, up, I, I know I even owe you a bio still. <laughs> Biography. Just forget about that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All, all three of y'all need me. Need me bio. I'm just saying. I'm writing uh, it right now. <laughs> yeah, she's right. So, right. Uh, I'm getting oh. on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're surprised, Uh, I'm. I'm sad. Why are you sad? Well, uh oh. Here in Mecklenburg County, there's no bourbon. Like That's you just can't true. get it. It doesn't. You just can't find it. I don't know if it's like that up where you are, but there's literally nothing on the shelves here. I go. I've been going every week at least once just to look. I don't. Wow. Know. I technically don't need anything, but I like to look. Right. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to look at. There's literally nothing on the shelves. So it's it's really kind of got me down. There's oh. one bottle I keep seeing. There's some like I've never heard of it. But there's like twelve of them sitting on the shelf. <clears throat> Something out of Texas, but the same twelve were Garrison there last Brothers? week when I was there. What'd you say, Garrison Brothers? No, 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 no. So I've never hey. heard of this. It's some mm-hmm. weeded single barrel. It has all the right words on it to make it interesting, mm-hmm. but it's like sixty six dollars for something I've never heard of. So that's a little hard Ooh. to, literally hard to swallow for something I've never tried. <clears throat> but sure. if it's there next week, and there's still twelve of them. 
I might have to. Might try it. Might try it. Yeah. There you go. Aaron, how you been doing? I am good. <laughs> Just. <laughs> um. I don't know. Yeah, this is my first podcast with you guys, so I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is going to be great. I'm excited to have you on. We're excited to have you. Um, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, we'll get to Erin here in a little bit uh, and talk about talk with her and about her, um, not behind her back because she's right in front of us. So um, we, we'll get to her in a minute. Uh, this week for me, I had a bit of an issue. Um, I went to go smoke some pork butts and, you know, like you do with an, an overnight cook. And then at midnight, about 1230, the temperature just plummeted. And I was like, oh, no. So I ran outside, tried to fix what my normal stuff was. But then it was a switch that went out. And, and just imagine this. At 1230, I'm tired. I don't want to deal with these things. I'm just I'm doing an overnight cook, so I don't have to deal with it. But I am outside in 23-degree weather, only in my boxers, trying <laughs> get this thing to work um, unscrewing stuff trying to put things together rewiring the whole dang grill uh, smoker and man it was a pain in the butt but finally finally I got her, the fan to kick on and she started going but man you talk about some shrinkage there was some issues going on on that good night that's, it was rough that's cold I, I don't it was typically <clears throat> smoke meat in that temperature because it's hard to maintain <laughs> Yeah. Well, and, and it does a great Aaron, job. we're sorry. <laughs> we have this with the humor of a 12-year-old. <laughs> she, she signed up for I've heard it She all. knows me. She knows. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it was just, it was miserable just trying to get the thing done. My hands were like shaking because it was so cold. But anyway, got it done. Got them pulled off. It took 19 hours to do those suckers. So that was crazy. <clears throat> but anyway, it's all done. Um, hey, next week, we're having Nancy Picard. We're going to keep on our theme of how can we make 2022 better in the pursuit of uh, making 2022 better. She is a certified integrative coach through the Ford Institute for Transformational Training in the Levine Life Coach Academy. She's the author of the international bestseller, Bigger, Better, Braver, Conquer Your Fears, Embrace Your Courage, and Transform Your Life. Uh, let me tell you, she was she climbed Mount Kilimanjaro at the age of 61. Oh. 61. That's impressive. Oh. Wow. wow. That's, I hope when I'm 61, I can climb the stairs. Um, <laughs> so Mount Truth. Kilimanjaro. All right. Our Southern phrase of the week is, let me let you go. Have you guys heard, let me let you go before? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, this, since we never dare hang up on the phone while mom is chatting away, this may be the only way to end our conversation in a timely manner. Uh, so we end our phone calls with, let me let you go. No, I'll talk to you later. Mm -hmm. So there you go. You know, this reminded me of is when I was a kid, my, we'd be at the grocery store, with my mom mm -hmm. and she never met a stranger. Ooh. Like we'd be standing there in the cereal, next to the cereal aisle for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, three hours, whatever. What? I don't know. I was like eight. So time was not sure. relative. Right. <laughs> it's like, right. Ah. but I'd just be standing there just like, you know, looking around spaced <laughs> out and she's just going, yeah, I can milk's getting warm. The, 
you know, the popsicles are melting, whatever. Didn't matter. It's just that's what this, this reminded me of. Just that situation. You just say, "Mama," just and then you hear the phrase, "Let me let you go," and you're like, "Yes." Yeah, that's the polite but way. But you're to gonna get, say get it like it. ten more times. It's not gonna be yeah. the first <laughs> time. <laughs> you're out. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know, you know what that's like is is when you're going through church. And then you you sing the same song a bazillion times, and then they say you can have your seat. You may be seated. That may that's the happiest time that I am at church when they say you may be seated. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, JT, you can do that when I'm up there on Sunday. <laughs> Are you just ready yes. to sit down? <laughs> every every time I'm like, oh, we got to hear the song again. You said it 14 times, y'all. Tired of it. Uh, y'all, y'all like that song way too much. Y'all proud of that song. Are you paying for like, you know, you're going to pay one royalty and sing it 15 times? Anyway. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's just me. So let's let's get into Aaron. Aaron, uh, we asked you to come on the podcast, uh, be part of the show, see how you like it. Uh, we'd love to have a, a female voice. You are an amazing voice. You've got an amazing voice. You sing at church. You do praise and worship, but you also are just you. You don't hold back. You just let people know <laughs> what what it is you're thinking, and that was is perfect for the show. So tell us a little bit about who you are. Tell us about yourself. All right. Um, I am from uh, South Carolina. I um little town called Lancaster and it's pronounced Lancaster, not Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I am a hairstylist by day. Um, I've been doing that for about 11 years. Um, wow. yeah, crazy. Um, uh, yeah, I go to church with you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I've been there about the same amount of time as well. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I just do hair. Love it. Um, I like to be creative. I take pictures for fun and sing at church and just whatever is like a creative outlet. So this is super fun. Um and yeah, I'll try to not hold back <laughs> and say what's on my mind. <laughs> Good. Let it rip. Yep. There you go. Uh, you're you're married, so all the single guys yes, watching the show. She's married, y'all. She's off the market. Uh, you have a dog <laughs> named Hans, right? I do. I do. So, yeah, I need to work dog. on the bio. I'm like, what do I it's say? Okay. How do you talk about well, yourself? Like, <laughs> what's your elevator you get, speech? You know, <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. Like, so um, I love hair. <laughs> so fun. Oh my gosh, you actually, but you, you are really into like pop culture, celebrity stuff. Yeah. So we'll we'll add that element to stuff, and we're just gonna look at you like I don't know what you're talking about, but all right. Yeah, I'm, and we're gonna love I'm, it. Yeah, <laughs> I love all that stuff. I'm like, what's the gossip? You know, I just yeah. want to know all the things. Like, so love celebrities, love all that stuff. Build <laughs> a tea and and things like that. Is that right? Build a what? <laughs> We're gonna spill the tea. Is that yes, the phrase? Yes, spill the tea. 
There you That's go. my favorite thing to do. Truly. Is TMZ your favorite website? <laughs> What'd you say, Magic Man? I said, is TMZ your favorite website? <laughs> um, no, actually. I mean, I oh, do follow be. them, but that's not, I mean, yeah, no, I, I do follow them, but I'm into like other like e-news and I'll watch other stuff like that. So, <laughs> but yeah. Can, <laughs> you watch like the bachelor and those things? Um, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was really into it like a while ago and haven't kept up with all of it, but I do love some trashy TV, like a real housewives, <laughs> like <laughs> New Jersey's my favorite. <laughs> okay. I'm um, very much into that. <laughs> so I would yeah. love like I could talk uh, about that forever. <laughs> yeah. So that's like you you tell us what show you want to give us a synopsis of each week and we'll just have your story time <laughs> of of these characters and see if we can get into Perfect. it. Perfect. Perfect. I love it. All right. Uh all right. So let's go to wacky news brought to you by Level Up Logo. Hey guys, check out um level up logo they make awesome hats like that i'm wearing now um so check them out they, anything you need promotional materials stuff you know we talked about last week uh material at a, at a gas station you know fl- you know flyers whatever else paper that you want to hand out there um they do quality stuff uh, so check them out at leveluplogo.com hats shirts coffee mugs we're going to get all of our stuff from that and uh, they do quality quality work um, one other thing I was going to say, Aaron, <clears throat> we're going to try to give you a nickname. And so if anybody All can, right. can, you know, come up with a nickname, you know, leave it on the voicemail, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but over time, it's just going to come organically, naturally. We're not going to force anything, but if anybody can think of a nickname for Aaron for the show, that would be, that'd be awesome. Cool. Um, all right. So wacky news, magic, um, producer Brian. Yeah, man. We have a couple uh, quick articles here before our guest shows up. Uh, the first one, actually, we're going to do a video clip. So something kind of crazy happened on this <laughs> news station. Uh, I believe it's in West Virginia. Okay, yeah, so I'm gonna, we're going to play this clip. It's a minute and a half. <laughs> it's, it's pretty impressive. That's all I'm going to say. So sure, uh, I'm going to go to that right now. Play. And now we're starting to experience, unfortunately, in freeze thaw, we see this water main breaks. I just got hit by a car, but I'm okay. I just got hit by a car, but I'm okay, Tim. That's first for you on TV, Jory. He he is unfazed. I'm okay. Yeah, you know, that's live TV for you. It's all good. I actually got hit by a car in college, too, just like that. Wow. I am so glad I'm okay. You're okay. You're okay. We're all good. This is uh... (laughs) a... Watch the dude. We're good, Tim. Ma'am, you are so sweet, and you are okay. It is all good. You know, I... I, Oh, Lord. 
So you <laughs> You know it's my last week on the job and I think this would happen. So you were bumped in, to me, Tim. Were you bumped down low, Tori, or were you hit up high? I couldn't really yeah. tell from the looking. Oh. What is he doing? I I, I don't even so Do you know if I was bumped down low or up high, sir? I just saw you disappear. I don't even know. I don't even know, Tim. I my whole life just flashed before my eyes. <laughs> but this is live TV and everything's okay. I I thought I was in a safe spot, but clearly um we might wow. need to move the camera over a bit. Yeah. So let me do that. Well, You're in, now, to, just to set the oh, stage you for know? you once again, Tori's in an area right now where there's been a water main break, so there are emergency vehicles around there. And a lot of times what we have seen in those kind of situations yeah. are in, when emergency vehicles are around, there's a lot of confusion from people about drivers, about where to go. So it's possible people that's People get what distracted there. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying wow. so hard to... Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> oh. The, the, the yeah, dude didn't even, is. like, bad eyes. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I would have been freaking out. Like, if we were doing oh. the podcast and, like, you know, Magic Man just starts rolling because a tornado hits or something, <laughs> I'm going to have a reaction, right? Sure. Yeah. Did you hear her say she got hit in college like that? <laughs> what no, is she doing? Exactly. What is she doing? What are you doing to get yourself in these situations? I need to know. <laughs> yeah, Lee Short mentioned that on the comments too. He says, "Can't skip over this. That this is the second time she's been hit by a car." <laughs> she complained. Uh, oh, you know what's that? There's like a what's the mayhem insurance commercials? Oh yes. yeah, there's one yeah. now right now where yeah. he's like, "I'm the latest TikToker," and he's like standing on the side of the road. I mean, is she oh. like essentially doing her newscast? Because these yeah. reporters go out with just them and a camera, and she must be right. like in the middle of the street. <laughs> she reminded wow. me of that. She kept saying, "It's fine, it's fine." That meme with the dog with the, the burning fire. <laughs> with the house, the fire. This is fine. It's fine. This, this is, is fine. I've just broken every bone in my body. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and why was he so concerned if she got hit up top or down below? <laughs> now I mean... I'm trying to news report. Why <laughs> 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 Oh man, sir, this wow, is not the place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so if you didn't, if you're listening to the podcast, we'll have that that link up on the uh, on the show notes. But yes. man, that was that was rough. She just got hit by a car. <laughs> you're fine, ma'am. You're so sweet. That would not be my reaction, by the way. I would be throwing everything I could, and it's her last day, last week of the job. Like, screw this. I'm gonna uh-uh. go out with a flame of glory. A lot yeah. of curse words. Ooh. Yes, would have been said. Yeah. Good job for her. That's a. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Hold I would have stopped what I was doing. Probably. <laughs> no. Not kept going. Mm. Goodness, do you have yeah. uh, another story yeah. here? Yeah. So this next one really cracked me up. All right. Um, so we've all been to Gastonia, North Carolina, right? Been oh. through there. Have we ever? Yep. Have any of you ever been to Switzerland? my question not yet okay well no, but i think i know about this story brian well the, yeah they, <laughs> the, there's not a lot i wouldn't say there's a lot in common between gastonia mm-hmm. and switzerland right none um but speaking of tiktok a viral tiktok video influenced a florida woman to go visit what she thought was a small pastoral village surrounded by snowy mountains in north carolina this lady was already 
like in Flor- she's from Florida. She was in like Charleston, right? And she sees this yeah. picture of a dude in front of like a snow capped mountain mm-hmm. in um in uh Switzerland. Switzerland, right? And then so she decides she wants to see this snowy mountain because she lives in Florida and there's not mountains. So she drives to Gastonia, North Carolina, which is about the most uh, scenic place you could go yeah. to. Maybe. Yeah. No apologies if you're from Gastonia and you love the sure. ambiance, yeah, but my bad. it's, uh, I mean, there is a mountain pretty close. Yeah. Right. That's true. Yeah. So she drove from, that's from South Carolina, Charleston. She was already in Charleston. That's like a four hour drive. Mm-hmm. And she so convinced fi- her family, right? Yeah. They all like, came. Guys, this is going to be awesome. Hmm. Yeah, gonna, so she couldn't be bothered to do a Google search. <laughs> I, it, when you, like, on your phone, if you type in the city you're going to, there's usually some pictures attached to the map. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, uh, yeah, that's. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm more impressed that he convinced her that she just decided to go and brought the whole crew. Right. Well, yeah, I think that even if when you read through the article, I think one of the things that stood out to me was she said, "Well, there was many many nice gas stations that were were there to use the restroom in. <laughs> there wasn't there wasn't a lot of happy things she said about Gastonia. <clears throat> so I, the one great thing about Gastonia, I will say this: they have a public park uh, where the, you can skeet shoot, um, take your shotgun, oh. five bucks, you can." shoot a, a box of clays and it's, it's high tech. You just, it's all, um, you know, you just say pull and it shoots out automatically. Okay. Uh, so, you know, that part's kind of cool. Is there a snow capped mountain behind it? No, okay. there's no snow capped mountains whatsoever that I know of. So, <laughs> it didn't look pretty like that picture. There was a lake snow capped mountains, nowhere yeah. that it would have been possible to confuse that yeah. with, Gaston. Yeah, and this was the pic. Like this guy had been to Switzerland, and it was a. Re- it wasn't like a green screen photo of a mountain behind him. He had actually been. Right. He just tagged. Yeah, and apparently he's done this with a few other cities. I was gonna Ooh, say, like yeah. it's a, it's a, it's like a viral thing he started doing, but he he does it mm, as a jerk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where were some of the other ones? Did did it mention? Uh, it did. Let me read through these real quick. Um, other ones. It says a series called Not Carolina. <laughs> oh, where's the other ones? Gastonia. I thought they mentioned it. Uh, oh, there was one. Uh, they said, I love skiing in Boone, but it was really the Rocky Mountains. Um, <laughs> a little bit different there. Uh, so what was the, there's one from a, a cathedral in Italy, and he labeled it Concord Mills Mall. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, um, well done, Durham. Yeah, those are the the two it mentions here. So wow, really funny, Goodness. really funny. And now our feature presentation. All right, so we have continuing uh, our series of the pursuit of making 2022 better. Uh, our feature presentation is Kurt Nelson. He's a behavioral scientist focused on positive behavior change, motivation, influence, and habit formation. Um, We're going to be able to have all of your stuff out there uh, under the guest's information, but you've got podcasts, marketing uh, for companies. You do um, 
uh, you're on Twitter, Instagram, all those things. We'll have all that stuff on our on our show notes and uh, guest information. But you are a busy man, sir. Th- so thank you for coming on. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me. This is going to be fun. So yeah. Uh, so my first question to you, as a behavioral scientist, <clears throat> um, which one do you prefer? Criminal Minds, uh, the Mine Hunter, or if you don't get this, if you don't say this one, then you're you're off the show. Uh, profiler. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I think I don't have an option there. Huh? I guess that's how it goes. So, actually, Mind Hunter is pretty good. So, yeah. if you think about that, you're, you're thinking about like how they're actually profiling people and understanding some of the underlying you know behaviors and different things. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I you know. All good. I've only seen a couple episodes of each of them, so I can't say right. it for anything really good. You're, I'll, I'll say this. You're probably not missing out on Criminal Minds. Um, <laughs> and, Actually, and Profiler. My son, my, my son watches that one, like, religiously. And I, I, really? I've watched it a couple times with him. I go, I don't get it. So. <laughs> Uh, when I was a young a young lad, uh, that's when Profiler was was on. And but there's a reason why I watch that show. <clears throat> um, so there's that. Um, so is this your like Super Bowl of interviews and things? New Year's, New Year's resolutions. Is this when you get booked the most? You know, it it happens a lot. We get we get booked all over. But yeah, there's a lot of people kind of. This is the time of year when people put those resolutions out there. They set their goals for the year. And then actually about this time, right, about the end of January is when many, 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 uh, according to, you know, different different surveys, between 60 and 90 percent of people are dropping off of their resolutions, their goals by about this time or in the next couple of weeks. So, oh, uh, wow. See, I think uh, producer Brian had it right when he said we just forget January, all the New Year's resolutions to start on February, because that's when <laughs> you'll be ahead of most of the curve already. Yeah. And it's a shorter yeah. month. You don't have to do it as long to get the whole <laughs> month right. done. That's right. <laughs> oh, well, let's get going. So people desire change. Um, why do we have this start stop issue? So there's, there's lots of different issues. And so you can't. You, it's hard to claim one, just one different piece, but there's a lot of this is like, oftentimes we set goals and we set goals, not because they're really meaningful to us, but because we think that those are the types of goals that I should be setting. Um, Mm -hmm. And so then you don't have commitment to them. One of the things that we know about goals is that the more you're committed to the goal, the more likely you're going to have it uh, come true and you're going to be doing all the things to do that. Uh, there's other factors too, which come into play of thinking about, are you setting um, goals that are approach goals? In other words, these are goals where I want to do this versus a avoidance goal, which is a goal of I, I want to stop doing this. Approach goals are typically easier um, uh, to achieve, but they're not always there. Um, and so you can do, uh, you know, have, have avoidance goals as well. But uh, those are some of the things that you can do. And then there's all the types of things that happen in between the habits and all those other factors. So that happens as well. Um, yeah, I, I get that thing where you say you should, you know, it's, it's January 1st. I should, you know, lose weight and you end yeah. up sh- shooting all over yourself. 
Right. So <laughs> I should do this. I should do that. Should be a better husband. Should be a better father. But but it's so hard to to maintain that if you know your desire, motivation, what have you, isn't there. Yeah. Well, one of the things that we talk about, one of the things that we know from research is that goals can be very powerful, right? You can set them up. But the fact of the matter is, is that there's what's called the the middle problem. Um, So there's a theory that's called goal gradient theory. So when we start off with a goal, think about this. Anytime you start a diet, you start an exercise regime, you start like, I'm going to, I'm going to run, you know, 10 miles. All right. Let's just use that one or five miles Mm -hmm. or, or two blocks, whatever it is. Um, and you start off and you have really high motivation. And then there comes a point where all of a sudden, oh, eh, it's kind of slogging. It's this thing I got to do. And oh my gosh, it gets bad. But then near the end, all of a sudden you see the end and oh, there your motivation pops back up. So mm-hmm. you can get through, because usually we have a lot of, this is the thing that we're talking about right now with January, right? We're in the middle of mm-hmm. January or the end of January. And so we've had that motivation to begin the year with, but now we're getting into that middle part. And so mm-hmm. uh, I, I use the example of my, my daughter, who's now 12, but when she was little, we used to walk to the park. And so the park is about I don't know, 10 blocks away. And we'd start off and she'd be pulling me, she'd be grabbing me and we'd be, you know, she'd be going. But then about block two, three, four, all of a sudden it's like, Papa, carry me, carry me. And so I <laughs> pick her up. I'd have to carry her. And then about, you know, right, we cross this kind of busy street in Minneapolis. And then all of a sudden she can see it and and bam, she's like, get me down. And she runs off to the park. But that's <laughs> kind of how we all are, right? We're all that way. We have that piece. And so one of the things that you can do is uh, think about how are you setting up your goals? How What's the time frame of your goals? Mm-hmm. Can you break your goals? Are they big goals? Can you break them down into smaller goals, what we call milestones. Can you, Mm -hmm. uh, so you can tap into that because it's like you're playing football, you know, your goal is to get in the end zone, but man, if you're two yards away, if you're on the 20 and you get five yards and you get another two yards, well, man, you're really motivated to get that extra three yards to get that first down. And so that's the same thing that we do in life, but we don't set up those 10 yard mile markers to, to do that. We just go, oh, we got to get to the end zone. And that gets discouraging. Yeah, absolutely. I would say you probably should have tried to find a closer park. That might have been easier. (laughs) instead of (laughs) 10 blocks. Also, I loved how you started off saying, if I want to run 10 miles and then five miles, and you looked at me as like, or maybe two blocks. I got you. (laughs) I wasn't necessarily looking at you. I'm just thinking, wait, I can't run 10 miles. I can't even run five miles. You know, hell. Right now, I can maybe get two blocks tonight. So, <laughs> I I do have a goal, and this is great for me because I have a goal in October to to run slash walk a five k. So oh. that's a huge thing for me. So I, I've I'm taking notes. I've took t- took notes. Is that a word? Taking notes on <laughs> these milestones, and and to do that. And I love the football analogy. I've got a long way to go, but if I could just you know do 1k you know and try that and then go to two and then three that's way more motivation at three than i could say oh well, i'm almost there so that's a huge uh huge thing of a mindset yeah um are there any other like brain ways to hijack your brain to make things easier while you're, while you're trying to complete these goals yeah so one of the things and particularly if you're thinking about doing things that require 
kind of a commitment on a regular basis. So again, let's take your going to do your 5K run walk in October. Well, to Mm -hmm. get there, what do you have to do? You have to set up your plan of like, all right, I'll start off with, like you said, 1K. I'll start and then I'll go for 2K. Well, what does that mean? Um, And what does does that happen? And and usually what that means is I'm going to have to get up three, four times a week and Mm -hmm. do start with that half a K or the 1K, whatever that would be, and do that. Well, again, we start off, we're really excited about doing it, but then kind of time wears on and it's like, ah, it's early and the bed's warm. It's kind of cold outside. I, I can, I can miss today. Um, and so there's a couple different things that have been done. Katie Milkman is a researcher at university of Pennsylvania. She talks about doing temptation bundling. So if it's something that you don't like to do, like she didn't, she kind of used this on her own. She said, I don't, I didn't like going to the gym. So what she did is she said, but I do like listening to books on tape. And so she put these books on tape, and I think it was Harry Potter or something like that that she really wanted to listen to. And she said, mm-hmm. the only place I can listen to it is at gym, is at the gym. So it's 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 bundling something that you really want to do Ooh, with something like that you need to do. That way you get more motivation to do it. The other thing is it's really hard to start. Like in that morning, it's cold, it's, you know, everything. And so one of the things that you can do is just say, well, all right, I won't. All right. I, I, I don't really want to do this, but I'll just put on my running shoes, right? I'll just get my running shoes on. If I get my running shoes on, that's I've done enough for today and I can stop. What typically happens is by that, it's the hardest part is to get started. It's kind mm-hmm. of like Newton's law of motion, right? You know, an object in, uh, in motion tends to stay in motion. An object at rest mm-hmm. tends to stay at rest. Same way with our motivation. But so if I get my shoes on, now it's like, ah. I got my shoes on. I might as well go out. (laughs) And then, you know, so you start doing it. So you set those like even mini goals, even milestones to the Mm. little milestones that you're setting. So nice. Very good. What are some, some other key, um, I know like creating habits and, you know, once you start, you know, there it's, it's much easier to get going. So what are some, some tricks to get those habits to be, formation i think it's is it 29 days to to complete a form a, a habit is that how it works so there's a lot of misinformation out there on the number of days the most uh, the latest research that i've seen uh has shown that uh look some people can form habits in 19 days and other people same habit takes 260 some days and they kind of look at that from a various of different pieces and so it depends on the habit it depends on the person, depends on their commitment, oh. depends on their, their personality, all of those types of things. Um, to your point, uh, the best thing to do, though, is to just be consistent about it um, and consistent in a different way. So we often think like consistency is I will I need to do this um, at, at 8 a.m. every morning for the next you know 29 days, 30 days, whatever it would be. Well, if you can have a little bit of flexibility, um, again, in, in the way that we think about how we change our behavior and build up these kind of mental uh, grooves in our brain that become these habits, uh, that is a way of just saying, all right, it doesn't have to be eight, but I want to do it before noon. All right. So mm-hmm. I kind of set that up. And then you set up, I do a little routine in advance of it. And I kind of get 
the excitement about it, particularly if it's something that we kind of like to do or if there's that temptation bundle that we have with it, so that your brain starts releasing the dopamine. Dopamine is a neuromodulator. It's the wanting kind of neuromodulator. So it, it, it kind of drives our wants and kind of makes mm-hmm. us say, hey, I want to go get that, that bowl of ice cream, right? Because I know that when I eat that ice cream, I'm going to get some dopamine release. And actually the dopamine release of me that's even thinking about it makes me go and want to get that, that ice cream. Sure. And that's a whole different piece of this. But so if you that set up the routines in advance, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> set up those routines in advance, kind of keep it consistent in the time of day. Some other things that, that work for people, and there's a variety of different ways that you can do this, is, is one is just to make sure that you are to have some sort of checklist. So we like to see mm. that progress. Progress is a major motivator for us, even if it's okay. a little progress. And that little progress can be just a check mark on a calendar or a, a app that you have that tracks your progress. And you don't want to break the streak. Now, mm-hmm. that can also have a backfire effect. So I want to caveat with that is that um, have some grace for yourself. Have a little bit of, say, flexibility saying, I'm going to do this five times out of seven days, and I can miss two days to do it. And when okay. you have that, it's been shown to have a much stronger influence on the long term because you don't, as they call it, it's called the what the hell effect. It's actually an effect <laughs> that they have labeled in the in the literature. It's called what the I hell effect. That I miss something or I've you know what, I'm on a diet and there's a donut in the, in the break room and I eat the donut and then I go, ah, oh, what the hell? So and then I eat just yeah. three donuts, right? Yeah. So. Right, right. No, I totally get that. Absolutely. Um, I, I did listen to an, another interview that you had. And one of the things that you pointed out, you said that, you know, one of the, the, the things that can help is to get a partner to help you. Yes. And, and the reason why you said that is because it's, it's easier to let down ourselves than it's easier to let other people down. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to unpack there, isn't there? (laughs) We are really good at rationalizing our own faults away. And also in this idea of putting elements out there that we do something or don't do something because of these outside uh, influence factors, circumstances, and it doesn't, it, it doesn't necessarily relate to who I am. So we are much easier to let ourselves down. There's an, another component that's called the fundamental attribution error, which means that I will attribute to others all these negative consequences when they do something bad. It's their, their character, who they are. They didn't study. That's why they failed the test. You know, mm-hmm. they're idiots because they passed me on driving too fast. But when it's me, I, I kind of, I rationalize things away. And so when you have a partner, you can't rationalize yourself away to them there you know, and mm-hmm. so we feel that, that, that desire to make sure that we're not letting them down, that they're not going to believe the, the kind of BS that we tell ourselves about this. And we know it. I mean, there's a subconscious yeah. part of us that knows that. So it is, it's really powerful. And the other thing about having a, a, a partner with you is that they can act as a can act as a cheerleader. They can act as the accountability person to say, "Hey, let you know you said you were going to come and do this. You got to do it." Uh, and they can also just be there and say, "Hey, you're doing something. Can you think about doing it this other way? Give you some coaching or helps or, 
or hints. And so all of those factors play into that. And it's really powerful um, if you can really get a team. That's why running groups or biking groups, if you're doing exercise type things, um, study groups, if you're trying to study for an exam, all of those things. And actually, the smaller the group uh, is typically the better, because if it's a large group, you can, again, oh, they won't miss me. Um, right. But if it's a small, tight-knit group, that's, a, that's the best way of doing that. I um, have this quote I wrote down, and I have it stuck to my, my laptop for work. Um, the reason why most people fail is because they give up for what they want most for what they want right now. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You have touched on a massive component. And again, I'll, I'll bring in the behavioral science word, but Basically, it's what you just said. It's called temporal discounting. Um, this idea that what is immediately in front of us takes on a much more importance to or a higher desire for what we want than things that are distant. It's, they're distant. They're far away. It's hard to really mm. be concrete and imagine what that is or how I'm going to feel for that. Um, but the thing right in front of me, oh, wow, that's when the dopamine is being released. That's when that desire gets there. It's that, uh, you know, I'm on a diet. I, I really desire to be on that diet and to be healthy and to do that. But dang, that donut is right there. And my mouth mm. is salivating, you know. Sure. Um, it's, it's hard. It's really hard. And our brains operate in a way that just makes that very difficult for us. So one of the things that you can do about that, though, is to do what we call when-then statements. So if you know those types of things are going to be putting you into, like, kind of think what are going to be some of those roadblocks? What are going to be those pieces? And uh, then you, you set up a statement for yourself. When this happens, then I will do that. Now, it's not, not a guarantee. You're still in that hot state. It's called a hot and cold state, too, is the other thing. Like when I'm sitting at bed at night and I'm going, oh, yeah, to, you know, I'm going to exercise in the morning, that's a cold state because that's far mm -hmm. away and it's, you know, uh, waking up in the morning and it's cold outside and it's warm in my bed. That's a, uh, you know, it's warm in the bed. I'm hot, hot state. I want to stay in that hot state. So, uh, those are some of the things. That's awesome. <clears throat> That's really helpful. Uh, magic man. I think we usually let magic man ask one question. So he <laughs> he's got a question for us. So what's your question? Yeah. Hey, Kurt, thanks for being on the show. Um, the question oh. I have is, is uh, I think for a lot of people, when you're in your like your 20s and your 30s, um, you have a lot of motivation, you have a lot of uh, energy, excitement, you know, grab the bull by its horns and stuff. And then you hit your 40s, particularly <laughs> your, your mid to late 40s. And, and uh, I'm speaking for myself, I'll go ahead and admit it, but I know a lot of people have the same experience, uh, just from conversations I've had, where you just tend to kind of, uh, you know, you're not motivated. Yeah. Life's kind of blah, you know, nothing really to be excited about. You're just kind of existing. What would you, do you have any tips or anything as far as like getting some of that motivation back, some of that energy back to where, you know, I, I see why you only let him ask one question. They're hard. They're really hard <laughs> questions, man. I, I think it's called low T. At least that's what the, the commercials say. <laughs> low T. There you go. I'm not a medical doctor. I can't answer to that. But man, uh, 
So there is there is some pieces to to what you're saying though. So one of the pieces that that you're talking about is that when you're young, when you're in your 20s, you have uh the possibilities are out there, right? So you yeah. only have you you've only made so many decisions within your life and had so many kind of paths that you've gone down and still that future uh is pretty wide for most people. At least the perception is pretty wide that, hey, I can do all of these things yet. I have time. I have, you know, the the youth with on my side. And as you get older, those opportunities tend to narrow. They tend to get, you know, less and less. Like I'm not, you know, I'm 54. Um, you know, when I was younger, I would have loved to have climbed, you know, uh, Mount Everest and that would be a cool thing. I was, I used to be really big into reading mountaineering books and yeah, I could probably still do that, but man, I, you know, that, that window is probably pretty narrow. And I know in a few more years, I'm, I, I'm past the window of being able to do that. Um, so that's one of the reasons why, but I think what can, you can do and this is this comes down to mindset, which is always a little a woo woo kind of kind of thing. But you know, it's like what what can you do? What are some other things? And and what we tend to do is we tend to narrow. For like, here's what I thought of when I was in my twenties of the things that I want to do. But as we go through life and experience life, things change, and oftentimes those ideas about what we want and what we need um, don't change with that. And so you can change your mindset and say, what are the things that I can actually accomplish now and still do that? And actually take kind of take a step back, take that step back mm-hmm. to say, you know what? I still have a lot of, of time left. I still can do a lot. I mean, and, and start looking at some of those people that didn't start their you know massive careers until they were much older and, you know, use those as kind of those. Uh, beacons of light that are out there that you can go, hey, if they did it, I can do it too. So I don't know if that helped because that was, that was a tough question. So Um, yeah, I know it was, but no, thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know this, but magic man recently sold his house, him and his wife are in an RV with a dog and they're traveling all over the country. So for somebody that says, Oh, I don't know how to do anything. Like I don't have any motivation. That's enough motivation right there. You're done for the rest. Yeah. Of I heard that episode. I was listening to that, and I was like, "Going, wow!" Yeah, I had to, you had to downsize and get rid of all your stuff, but yet you still put your your grill at your sister in law's. I, I I heard that part. That's too. right. Yeah. yeah, well right. done. Yeah. Uh, and Kurt, this is Aaron's first time, her first podcast ever. So, hi, uh, Aaron. <laughs> I love She's the got- name. That's my wife's name. So there you go. Oh, there you go. Aaron, did you have a question? Yeah. I think I was just, um, I was watching an interview you did and it got me thinking about, I think you were talking about, um, like how like necessary and like good it is to kind of get that like positive, like reinforcement or encouragement from people and kind of keep you going in your goals and stuff like that. And I was thinking like, gosh, I feel like, and like for, I was thinking about myself and I was like, I feel like I can sometimes sort of, um, when I get that positive re- like reinforcement and that encouragement, start to almost like self-sabotage in a way, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So like, 
do like, oh, I'm good. I can eat this donut and, you know, do whatever if I'm, you know, on a diet or whatever I'm doing. Like I can skip a workout and, you know, do all this. And it sort of starts to um, snowball. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, I haven't been to the gym in a week. Or yeah. I didn't, you know, do that thing I said I was going to do or read that book or, you know, whatever. And I feel like I, I yeah, how do you get out of that? like mindset of like getting that encouragement and just taking it and almost not like, yeah, kind of at face value, like, okay, cool. Thank you. And then sort of like <laughs> trucking along and doing your thing. Yep. There's a couple things. There's a couple pieces I think that you bring up. So one is there's a, there's a psychological phenomena that's called reactance. And that is this, element that we have when we feel oftentimes it's like when people when you feel like they're taking something away from us as freedom and we react back we 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 push back on that and so sometimes those kind of upbeat hey great job cheerleading kind of things get interpreted in our minds as like oh they're telling me what to do they're they're like expecting me to do this and there's an internal resistance to that and so that's where that can come in and so one of the things to, to just kind of hope that before it starts is this idea of reassessing. And they're, you know, they're not telling me, they're, they're, they're wanting me to succeed at what I want to do. They're not telling me that I need to do it, but they're helping me. And so it's a reframing of what this goes on in our head. Now, that's not easy. That it's, it's, We have those, those immediate things happen, and it's really hard for us to kind of stop that and go, oh. All right, I need to reframe this, but if you can, that can help. The other piece that you you talked about though is this. All right, I miss I, so so I'm, I'll miss this workout, or I'll have this donut, or I'll have this other piece, and then it just snowballs, and that gets into what we talked about earlier, and that what the hell effect, and it comes in there. But one of the things that you can just do is just say, okay, um, I've I've I haven't worked out for a week. Um, but now I can I can do a fresh start. And so there's been other research that says, uh, look, even like if you say, all right, I'm going to it's Friday night, I'm going to start Monday and I'll give myself the weekend off. But Monday is a, is a brand new day or the beginning of the month or the beginning of whatever the week number is. And if you can do that and you just restart from that piece, it's that continuation on and you say, OK, and a, a way again to, to help in that. Um, beforehand is uh, you can do little mantras too. Um, uh, James Clear, who wrote a fantastic book called Atomic Habits, um, uses this mantra. He he works out a lot. He's a weightlifter kind of guy. Um, and he goes, you know, there are days when I just miss. There are days when I miss that thing. And it used to beat myself up over that. And he said, so I just have a mantra that says, don't miss twice. So it's allowing him, it's kind of that thing of saying, I'll, I'll do five days out of seven. It gives you the grace to say, yeah, I can, I can miss something. Just don't miss twice. So I don't know right. if that helps, but hopefully yeah. Yeah, it gives you definitely. some insight. <laughs> Thank you. I, I think I want to bring up the idea of grace on yourself. Cause I don't think that we give ourselves enough grace at all. Like, okay. Even you know, beating ourselves up constantly. I'm the guy, my wiring is worst case scenario guy. Like I'm always thinking what's going to happen, but I'm starting to to learn 
to give myself grace. And things aren't always gonna, the sky isn't always falling. And that's taken a long time for me to get to a lot of therapy to get through. Um, (laughs) But, but man, we don't, we don't love ourselves. And I think that's a huge, huge issue as well. Yeah. We just, um, on our, on our podcast, we just interviewed Dan Pink, um, who's written a number of different books, but he was talking about, um, so he has a new book coming out. It's called, uh, the power of regret. And he's talking about regret Mm. and all those different things. And he says, but one of the things that we did with the research that we got from this is that people often have, uh, kind of this, uh, self uh, like self uh you know flagellation that I, i'm beating myself up that there's this like oh you're the stupid you're, you're you know you, oh you, you never do things good and you know people go oh well that that motivates me i i need to do that to, to keep myself motivated and all of the research points to the fact that that doesn't work doesn't work mm-hmm. on yourself doesn't usually work with others um but what they he's talking about is uh, having some uh, self self love, self uh, awareness, self contemplation about, hey, I'm in a good spot and I can do these things, and to give yourself uh, that space to just say, hey, this is okay. Self empathy, you know, this idea, and we don't do that enough. I agree with you one hundred percent on that. That. We really need to give ourselves more breaks because we hold ourselves pretty, pretty high um, accountability sometimes in those situations. And uh, if we do something that we feel bad about, we beat ourselves up over it and, um, you know, or we or we rationalize it away, which is the other piece on the other side. So Mm. you mentioned your podcast. Can you tell our our listeners about about your show? Oh, yeah. So. so I'm a co-host on a podcast, co-founder of, of Behavioral Grooves. We interview behavioral scientists and authors about behavioral science stuff and how you apply those insights to life and work, whether it be about goals and habits and setting those or whether it be about, um, you know, why why your crazy uncle has those conspiracy theories and, and <laughs> what, what goes on in their brains to uh, different things about, you know, a, wide variety of, of different mm. pieces but it's a it's a fun podcast and so um you know my background i'm i'm a behavioral scientist i have a phd in io psychology and the work that i do works with companies and applying that to help employees be more motivated and engaged so mm. and that's that's the that's the fun side you know getting people to be excited about what they're doing what are the thing the biggest things that motivate people <laughs> so this is interesting, right? And everybody, this is one of those uh, big questions that that I get asked, and I, I yeah. do the classic consultant, classic researcher. <laughs> is it depends, right? Um, so there's a there's there's really interesting stuff though, because we every individual has what's called a motivational profile. So. Mm-hmm. I am going to be motivated by different things that you will be motivated than, than Aaron, than Magic Man. We're all going to have different uh, motivational things that pull our, our strings. And those are based on a number of different factors from both our biology, you know, what, 
what, um, you know, our mothers ate while we were in there, you know, being, uh, kind of formed and all of those things oh. actually changes our biology and changes different aspects to our early oh. childhood, to all of those psychology things that people talk about. Um, but the other factor is, is their contextual in basis. So in other words, um, my motivation today, um, is not necessarily going to be the exact same um, next year or, mm-hmm. you know, a couple years from now, I'll have, be in a different space. I'll have a different thing. And that, that isn't too bad, but motivation profiles can change in an instant. Um, so mm-hmm. oftentimes we're, 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 you know, many people are motivated by money, but there's also motivated by social bonds and being connected with other people, motivated by, um, you know, adventure and different pieces learning. There's lots of different things that people get motivated by. But hey, if I'm me and my spouse are both working and we're feeling good, we feel satisfied about the income we're making, then Mm -hmm. that becomes less of a motivator for me. All right. Mm -hmm. If we have uh, the ability to take some trips uh, and, you know, that those trips were motivated, you know, we are excited to do them. Well, Mm -hmm. now, you know, the next trip, um, if it if it's right after that one that we just took is less of a motivator for me. Um, oh. So it's kind of contextually based. So even next week, I'll have a different motivational factor than I do today. So oh. hard to answer. I'm sorry. That was a yeah, r- no, no. really long answer. And you wanted a, well, hey, this is a motivating money. And then comes, you know, sex and then oh. comes whatever. And that, that, that's, <laughs> I just can't say that. So. I understand. You can't give out all your secrets because then what are you going to charge <laughs> if you give it all out here? Totally get it. Uh, we could find you on Instagram at 100 behaviors. Yep. I think you've missed uh, marketing where you could have said 99 behavior. I've got 99 problems, but behaviors ain't one. So, <laughs> just saying, just throwing that out there. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to have to tell my, my, uh, my marketing guy, my communication guy on that. And we're gonna, <laughs> you, we might, you know, I'm stealing that right now. If, if, if it comes <laughs> out, you know, I'm sorry, no royalties to you. That's a hell of a long Instagram, but I got you. Uh, Kurt, thank you so much. I'm I'm taking notes. I'm reading your stuff. I'm subscribing to your podcast. Um, I hope uh, in October we can have you back and I can say, look, I did it. And uh, I did the podcast. Yeah. Awesome. I would love that. I would hope. And you know what? Set yourself up, put some, you know, tie some, some temptations to that, you know, make that checklist. There's one more thing before we go. I'll tell you this. You can okay. also set up what's called a Ulysses contract, right? So okay. a Ulysses contract is a thing that uh, you set it up either with somebody or there's websites to do it uh, where you uh, say, all right, if I don't do this, then I'm going to either pay a large amount of money or do something Ooh. that I really hate doing or whatever that would be. Uh, you know, there's one uh, website called stick, S-T-I-K-K dot com. And what they used to have you do is like you donate money, but you need to donate it to a a cause that you hate. Right. So if you're a, a, you know, a Republican, you go to the Democratic Party. If you're a Democrat, (laughs) you give it to the Republican Party, et cetera, all of those kind of things. And then you just have somebody who takes that. So that's a that's a motivator. It's a negative type of reinforcement. But, you know, there's another thing you can do there. All right. So with that, thank you, guys. I'm sorry. Talk too much. All right. So who's doing this 5K with me? Huh? We got you got this? Know, I'm having like deja vu right now. I know. I know. <laughs> I said this I'll last week. 
I said this last year. Um, but no, I'll I've it, I've I've committed. October twenty second is the day I'm doing the bubble run, and so we're doing it. Oh, what what's the bubble go. run? Yeah. Can you talk about you, it? You you basically run in bubbles, or I'm going to walk. Uh, you know, I've got to start somewhere, so I'm going to walk, and they have a bunch of bubbles, and you walk through the bubbles. So that'll make oh. me happy. Oh, I'm picturing like one of those big clear plastic hamster ball things. Oh yes, you could like walk through <laughs> one of those. Be that'd be awesome, right? Well, because if you fall, you could just roll like a hundred right? feet. So yeah, that'd be good. That'd be right. Great. Yeah. <laughs> So wow, what a great guy! Um, yeah. I feel like I feel like with Kurt, I just want to like give him a hug. Like he's just well. ah, just a great guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what'd you guys think? Tell me about your thoughts. What are your What are your takeaways from that interview? Yeah, nailing it. Awesome. Not all at once. <laughs> I'm still processing. Yeah, okay, that's a lot yeah. of good information. I think he's. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I think setting those milestones is huge. Like those little things. Because if I say to myself, I'm going to run the 5K, that's not going to happen. If I say, I'm going to walk two blocks. Hey, I got that. I can, I can definitely do that. Just what are the things I can do and just do those. I really enjoyed that, that part of it. Yeah. I kept thinking like these behavioral things, because how do you, I I never got just to ask. Like it came to me now, like, how do you prevent yourself from, like, seeing the Taco Bell commercial and then <laughs> making a run for the border, right? Like, <laughs> sure. That, that yeah. happened to me this week. Like, I've been watching <laughs> a lot of football, and there's always Taco Bell commercials. So, uh-huh. like, Wednesday, what? Like, we don't do that. But Wednesday night, guess what dinner was? <laughs> how about it? How was it, by the way? Did you hate yourself? Uh, yeah, I think so. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Some about that hot oh. sauce, those hot sauce packets, just mm-hmm. they have an effect. Oh yeah. Yeah, buddy. You'll feel those later. Yeah. I've uh, never, the only thing I get out of Taco Bell is breakfast. I enjoy oh, the breakfast well, a lot. Breakfast is good. I don't like, that's, but my kids have decided they like, or my daughter decided she likes it. And then I found something my son likes. So now it's like, it's on, it's in their consciousness. Okay. So All right. it happens. What are you going to do? <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Next week, again, Nancy Picard, a certified integrative coach through the Ford Institute, uh, 61 years old. She climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, and she is the uh, author of the international bestseller, Bigger, Better, Braver, Conquer Your Fears, Embrace Courage, and Transform Your Life. Hopefully, you guys are getting something out of this uh, series um, how to make 2022 better. After this, we are going to kick off um, February with um, things that we love. So that'll be our next series that we deal with. So stay tuned for that one. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. And as always, keep looking up. Man, that puberty thing's killing me.